You know this, you know this, you know the sound I'm talking about? No, I have no idea what you're talking about. Is it, is it the surprise, surprise? Like the TikTok meme, the cap cut thing? Uh, it's just like no, a lady from the 80s. And like, <laughs> I guess I've not seen that. I don't know. That's uh, let me see. If, let me just, just make sure. Let me turn on the lock for Safari and like, so you can just he- hear, hear what it sounds like. No, don't, don't, no. Yeah, it's just No, this. I've not, I can't encountered that before. Surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. Huh. Well, it's a good one. For you. I don't know. Turn off, yeah. turn off Safari. I don't know. Man, um, this it sounds like quite a tussle's going on over there. Yeah, well, it's uh, I don't I don't know if you're aware of this, but it's uh, um, there's a, a big sports event happening, which is of course deciding who the speaker of the house is. <laughs> I I think they should have they should show this on ESPN, and they should have all of the people. You know, uh, do like they do for um, football, where they have to like say yeah. their name and which college they went to. You know, <laughs> because we're at the point now where they've run out of people whose names we recognize, and they're into people I've never heard of. Um, yeah, and I didn't even look them up because we can just make up some names. You know, they've got like, like top um, tops or flair could be making uh, like cards, like uh, sports cards. Right, exactly. I collect them all. Yeah. <laughs> No, you know they've got like Shannon Gorpman and uh, <laughs> Richard. There was there was Will Trunk. Richard, I remember Will him. Trunk. <laughs> Will Stansel. <laughs> Will Stansel is a real guy. It just blows my mind. He's, if I was named Will Stansel, I would just walk into the ocean. I didn't. I didn't back. put any of his tweets in for sure, man. This week because I can't be bothered to read them. But he's been. Uh, on one capital O capital O this week. Um, Every once in a while, know. I check in on him, and he just uh, he just no. There's no end to the dorky stuff this guy will say. It's uh, that's uh, you know like incredible. That's what happens. That's what neoliberalism does too. I think brain, he must have a kink for showing his own ass or something. That, yeah, it's, that it, that it, could be too to that point. Yeah. <laughs> Um, anyway, I, I, I volunteered earlier this week to, uh, have Mabel be speaker of the house. Um, I'm also available. Yeah. So, you know, whatever. Like, like, it seems like they need someone to do it. I'm happy to do it. Um, you know, you're, you know, you're on some downtime. You, you have extra time to do, to to do that. Yeah. They know where to find me kind of thing. Yeah. You know, living in America. It is sort of Speaking. funny. I was I was uh, with a friend at a, a Indian buffet uh, Friday having lunch. Wow! And uh, thank you. That's a good set. That's a good set. And I was just jealous. First of all, a friend, a friend. That's so cool. <laughs> going go and you went out with the friend to uh, yeah. something. Um, and it that's was an cool. Indian buffet. Uh, and they it was had an the, Indian buffet. They had the special chicken tikka masala, which they only have some of the time. Um, what is the special chicken? They put they put it's, it's a little spicy. They put what like is, pepper oh. in it. The peppers in it. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's actually spicy. It is a little bit spicy. Yeah, <laughs> for the uh, spicy for the Ohio palate. Right. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, on the TV, they had it. 
TV and they were voting and, you know, while we were eating, uh, what's his name? <laughs> Not even Kevin McCarthy. What's the new? Oh, Jim, Jim, Jimothy Jordan. Um, yeah. Gymnasium Jordan. lost his, I guess, third attempt to get voted in a speaker. And I'm just like, this is a ridiculous system that we live in yeah. you know like if they're not a speaker for the house then like we should like just have snap elections or whatever you this know like that should, that should bring the government down yeah. or the congress at least this stuff you know? makes me so like i i'm trying so hard to to not become an accelerationist because like part of me just sees this stuff and goes good Good. Let's, I don't like, let's wanna, destroy I don't any sort it. of pretense that there's any validity to any of this. Fine. I don't want to hand it to like the British and the Westminster system, but essentially what we had was a vote of no confidence in the Speaker of the House and by extension the majority party. Um, and so that should call for like new elections, I think. But instead opinion. we have a, a system of government that's obsessed with finding every single way possible to break itself. That's yeah. so American. What is Just fun like, though is if they, you know, just continue to go in circles and not be able to do anything meaningful in such a way that prevents further destruction of Gaza and also causes us to default on our debt because we don't raise the debt limit on time. That would be that, that would be, be an interesting fun. set of circumstances. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, I can't be bothered to care about that because ultimately it doesn't really matter who's Speaker of the House, I think. I you don't know? either. Uh, capital controls everything. Yeah. You know, cream, um, get the money, et cetera. Right. Um, speaking of uh, getting the money, let's I used talk money about something important to purchase something. This is what's really on the mind of Americans is our gas station comestibles corner. Yeah. Now, it really feels like we need a we need a jingle. We need a here we go. Living in America. <laughs> Wait, hang on, wait. Uh, um, uh. This is all part of a promise I've made to myself to eat in a more healthy way, a better diet. Now that's peanut yeah. bread. The answer is something called science. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, you, so, you've got plenty of things to, to, to do, but before that, I want to mention that I have a number of things because I found the mother load of, it's not a gas yeah. station. But it is a soda a convenience and, store. It's a soda and candy shop, and they have many wow. unique things in the style of like your gas station. So nice, uh, nice. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe we'll take turns that way. Uh, yeah, so we can just do one that. of us eating and one of us talking. So I'll go first oh, with wrong, the. Wrong. Yeah, it would be, be both of us eating. Just, just. <laughs> you notice I moved it back to the top of the show because look, yeah. last time waiting to the end Hit was it, torture. Joe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so right. I was just was sitting Boy, there. You know, it's eerie in here. That's what people say like, when we don't have the gas station comestibles up front. You know, yeah. they're I'm in the mood. I'm in the mood. Now let's be honest. <laughs> what are you in the mood for? What are you in the mood for? <laughs> I'm in the mood for some. <laughs> wait, wait, what are you? I'm what are you in, in the, the mood, mood for some. <laughs> for some, for some. In and out. Oh. <laughs> in and out. I was trying to see if okay. I could isolate him saying avocados, but I don't think I can do that on the fly. Unfortunately, my skills are not quite that good. <laughs> that dog ate every smack of that avocado. Floyd. 
by the avocado dog. <laughs> it's funny because people don't know what have our I lore. Myself into yeah. Have no, they don't have any context for the avocado eating dog. Actually, we also saw a dog eat an avocado yeah. today. Right. Yeah. No context, and I've I'm never not seen about... a dog eat avocados before. That's what that's what I'm they're not... saying because they don't know the lore. Yeah, I'm not going to. I'm not going to provide it to them. Yeah, you know what? You, know, you can you so, can you can come up with a set of uh, words to Google or God forbid, put into Chat GPT or something. Yeah, seriously. Um, I know we might be spending too much time talking about this. Okay, so. Who's in charge around here? So I got Cheetos, flaming hot, tangy chili fusion. Whoa. Mm-hmm. You know what they you're about to f- be. You know what you're about to be in the mood for. Uh, I want water to drink. (laughs) I want water to splash around in. (laughs) This is fresh mountain stream water to this day. When you talk about lakes, of course you're talking about water. Now why is it so wet? (laughs) It must have been a torrent of water. Subtle hints that I'd like to go in for a swim. <laughs> um, okay, people listen so to our podcast and, and they're like, "Experience itself was everything I'd ever hoped for, and more." Anyway, anyway, then before I knew it, it was time to blast off. Um, my take is that these taste good. Mm. Um, hmm. Um. They have almost a Thai flavor profile. And they're they're spicy. They're they're yeah. not like, yeah, ma'am. Okay, these are good. These are these are a mm. buy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> these are a buy. <laughs> what is all this we need a, about? We need a we need a ka-ching, uh sound effect for that. <laughs> Cash register. Yeah, let me let me find one. Is that in quick. the sample sound effects? I don't know. Oh, probably. Sam- Sample sound effects we got. Oh, wait. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, Cash nice. register. Well, I've got... Here, I've got... That's from The Sims 3, I guess. What is this Sonic oh. cash register? Okay, whatever. Oh. I don't know. That's I don't know what that's from about. The, the Hedgehog? The Hedgehog. The hedge- what? <laughs> <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog. One of my favorite games to play is Sonic the Hedgehog. S O H N I C K. Sonic. Sonic. Let me tell you what I've been doing while I've been unemployed. I've been playing that Sonic the Hedgehog game on my Nintendo Switch. Gobbling up all them corns. I tell you what, that that uh, the, I, I hit that dang uh, dang old spark, and all my gold <laughs> coins went flying. Oh, there's that rooster! Because <laughs> there's a rooster. <laughs> Lord. Okay. <laughs> there's that. <laughs> what? <are> you... <laughs> What, I have no what do you idea. have? What do you have next? Uh, <laughs> I have here um, from Japan, Japanese Kit Kats, which of course are the good kind. Um, and this is a uh, uh, caramel pudding or caramel pudding, mm. if you're me. 
uh, Kit Kat. So we'll see. It says, have a break, have a Kit Kat. And then it says, you know, caramel, caramel is one of those words. I'd never know how I'm going to pronounce it. I don't until either, I, yeah. I approach it and I'm like, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. Right, yeah, it's, like it's, like it's, it's like a speed bump that you can see yeah. coming. <laughs> yeah, just rattle it off. Let's see what comes out. It's different okay, every so, time. So, as someone used to only our pathetic American Kit Kats, this is immediately wild to me because it's not the color of chocolate, it's like green colored. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it That's smells delicious. Oh, oh, this so is very it's like good. a flan. Basically, yeah. Mm. It tastes very good and it smells. It smells like honestly, it smells like a Yankee candle. <laughs> <laughs> I know sometimes I get those like those Japanese Kit Kats. I'm like, this smells too good. It smells like a candle or something. Yeah. Like, this smells like this it. smells like you just walked into Cracker Barrel's candle section. That's exactly <laughs> what it smells like. Having never been to a Cracker Barrel, I'm I don't that's they have a candle section. They have a candle section, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, this one is also a buy. Hit hit that kaching. <laughs> it's a, it's a buy. <laughs> this, is, this, is now, this is now just a consumer advice podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna issue like uh little like trophies like uh they do for the consumer um well yeah. what's it called the whatever <sighs> sorry we have to come up with some silly with name we have to call them like noes or something i'm gonna do a drink right now because i want to um i want to deal with this spiciness um I, i've got oh a are special... you telling me that you want water to drink <laughs> Water to swim around Steam in. Hams. Uh-huh. I got a special Coca-Cola Creations edition. They've um, been wilding out with those. They've been going ham. There, there were some that I saw that they like introduced and I was like gonna send to you and be like, you need to try this for the show. And then I was like, I feel like this constitutes torture at a certain point. <laughs> some of them are so bad. Yeah. Uh but let's hopefully this one's not bad. This is the Move Limited Edition Rosalia, um, who is a music Rosalia, artist. Rosalia, apparently. I don't know. I don't know who that is. Um, never heard of a song from them. So okay. Coca Cola Move. Interesting. That doesn't. There's nothing on it that says like what flavor I'm going to be getting into here. Right. Well, Rosalia. <clears throat> Rosalia. Remember that one that I said tasted like cherry chapstick? Uh-huh. This tastes like strawberry chapsticks. That's Well, that's you know, good. maybe they're doing some crossover stuff with chapstick and they're just, you know. <laughs> or they were like, like going taste, to, but chapstick like backed out of it, but they already right. made the syrup and stuff. The taste you loved so much as a kid, uh, chewing it on the bus ride home. <laughs> now you can have it. It's actually properly edible this time, and people won't look at you weird. The more I drink it, the more it's okay because the Coke is coming out. The Coke is more. right. The, yeah, that's a that's a not buy. What's 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 the not? Oh, here's the not buy. Oh, I've got <laughs> I've got the not buy. <laughs> oh, that's not funny. Mm. Oh wait, maybe we can. Oh, wait, okay. That's a not buy. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. Stop it. Stop it. 
Stop it. Each Stop time it. when I come here, I am abused. Stop it. You know, this show, this episode is just for us. It's not listener, <laughs> listener, you are I forgot. I forgot we were recording this and we weren't just like online talking. L- listener, your ability to listen to this is sort of a, a neat side consequence for you. Uh, we're not making it for you, though. We're just making it no. for us. No, we're just in here. We're just feeling a little bit of ambiance. What? Why is this so loud? I don't know. Car interior ambiance. We're going to do the rest of the show from yeah. the interior of this car. Well, you know, it, it makes it more, you know, like we're one of those uh, YouTubers who reviews fast food in their car. That's that's what this yeah. is now, you know. Hey, welcome. Welcome to my channel. It's Joey, baby. <laughs> we're just going to be in the car. I feel comfortable. I feel the AC's going, obviously. Like well, yeah, sure. For you, maybe. I can barely hear you, but, you know. Better leave them. <laughs> Yeah. Um, how do I? Hmm. Okay. Oh, okay. There we go. <laughs> um, what's your what's your, what, what do you got up next? Oh, um, so I have uh, I'll have a drink too. Um, Boylan's uh birch beer. Oh. Do you do you know of birch beer? I have had birch beer before. Um, it's sort of a rare delicacy. I, I feel. Yeah, it was at one of these like weird small soda shop kind of places, and right. uh, it was pretty good. Now it, this is uh, this is one of the more normal sodas that they had at this at this shop. They have some pretty uh, ridiculous sodas that I'm frankly afraid to try. Um, but you know, we can do it. You got to do it for the show. They, they have I mean, like the you know the like novelty sodas that are like uh, uh, bacon like pop. Yeah, yeah no, and then there's like some gross. sort of communist like. <laughs> lemonade thing i don't know or whatever it is. yeah anyway they have like a ton lemonade of yeah lemon yes that was it anyway this is a boylan's birch beer that's very good it tastes like root beer <laughs> yeah that's that's the thing when i had birch beer i was like this pretty much tastes like root beer so yeah it, it seems like root beer uh brackets uh hard mode <laughs> Because <laughs> it's like slightly more difficult and expensive to get hold of. <laughs> like you don't, it's not like a root. You got to like deal with a whole tree here. Uh, yeah. You got to sap a tree. Pure birch oils. We love that, don't we folks? Now this is how full you- of cane sugar, which is how you know it's good. And I'm going to be bouncing off the walls later. Um, yeah, I don't usually drink f- this. These these sodas are sugar too. I'm usually mm-hmm. on the diet kick. Um, all right, I got I got. Uh, wait, so is this that is a buy? part of a promise I made? Yes, that's a buy. That's a let me find. It's a buy, uh, but like not a strong to... buy, you know. But you, you okay, know, so you could certainly so do it's worse. sort of a. It's sort of a. I would wait, say it's, it's a uh... cool. <laughs> yeah. Cool. <laughs> Are you just going through the default sound set now? <laughs> we do not care. <laughs> hey, I've, hey, I've got a horn too. Oh, oh. Straight in front of a tram. <laughs> you Wait, know what? Did... Screw you. I'm getting back into the car. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Oh no! Oh no! I hit a scaffolding!
Okay. Oh, God. I've got, I've got Doritos. <laughs> Do you hear that? I do, yeah. That's Doritos Diablo. Uh, Diablo. These are exclusivo for a Doritos Emmaekis. So mm. you, these are Mexican Doritos. Um, everywhere I found describing what the flavor was was different. So I don't know what these are going to be. Uh, <laughs> some sort of chili. Um, they're very, they're very coated. This Mexican flavor favorite packs a punch of spicy chili and lime flavor in every irresistible bite. That's what it says. Um. Yeah. 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 There. That's what it is. <laughs> um. Yep. I've noticed that the Mexican Doritos, the the corn <laughs> tastes more corny. It's like roasted corn flavor more. Mm. Um. That's most of the you flavor hope, I'm getting. Right. Yeah. Um. I also like how Mexico apparently does a better job of like informing you about the the health, uh, you know, nature of the snacks yeah. than we do in America because it has big things on it that says exceso calorias and exceso sodia. <laughs> yeah, like I don't think you could do that here in America because the food companies would be like, me, me. You yeah, um, these, these, I don't think these would be a buy. They're not. If we're required um, to tell people that the food is unhealthy, then they won't eat it. You know, these weren't, these weren't that spicy. They. Okay. Would you say that that's like a, that's a. Cool. Yeah. Is that I just mean, a not buy. It, nope. It's maybe it's a little bit of a, you know. <laughs> you. <laughs> you are watching a master at work. <laughs> okay okay what do you got all right this is my last one um <clears throat> this is uh twix cookie dough bites mm. um says here twix candy bar pieces mixed into delicious cookie dough now i don't know how delicious it can be because this is shelf stable cookie dough <laughs> so uh oh yeah ooh. it's like little little nuggets yeah that does not look good and uh Smells a little weird too, but smell like preservatives. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> that good? Uh. Mm, I mean, it. You know the cookie dough bites that you get at the at the theater where they're coated mm -hmm. in chocolate. Mm -hmm. This is basically like the inside of those without the chocolate coating. Is there very much Twix going on there, or is it like no, a lie? I can't. I can't tell. The I presence could, of any I, Twix is undetectable to me. Yeah, this is a not buy. <laughs> that's just this is uh, this is like a, a I don't know that I want to eat any more of this because I feel like it's going to make my stomach hurt. You know? <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I'm honestly surprised you bought it, knowing you like <laughs> it seems excessive. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Visit us at candyasap.com. You know, why don't we, let's go over to candyasap.com and see what they candy have going ASAP. on there. Candy that saps you. <laughs> candy as soon as possible. Oh, this is the same company that makes cookie dough bites. Okay, that makes sense. It's literally, literally the exact same recipe, I'm mm. assuming. Just not covered in chocolate. They have Skittles and Starburst cotton candy. That's all this place makes is cookie dough and cookie dough bites and cookie related products. But it's they all just branded. They just licensed the Twix name. 
Oh, they make Mrs. Fields. Yeah. Like, this is the company that owns Mrs. Fields. I can't believe Mrs. Wow. Fields sold out. Wow. Rip to a real one, I guess. Yeah. Would you, what was her maiden name, I wonder? Anyway. Mm. <laughs> what is it? Hawaiian Punch? Cotton? Oh, You cotton know what? what? I, I've what? often asked who, who is Mrs. Fields. Yeah. And people don't want to hear it, but you know what? I said a truth. I stand by it. Yeah. Um, I uh, condemn this entire company. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, candy does not need to be this, this is, as uh, soon as possible. In my opinion, if you want to have cookie dough, you should be required to just like purchase a thing of Toll House. Like it should not be. I don't know. All of the all of the shelf stable cookie dough I've had is like too much. Like it's cloyingly sweet and just it's just, just like preservatives yeah. in it that make it weird. It's not good. It's not my vibe, man. I'd I'd rather risk salmonella. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's that's living, folks. That's you just, know, that's living on the edge, baby. Yeah, <clears throat> it's a skill um, issue if you don't. I think. Okay, next I've got two more things here. I've got uh, welcome to the all uh, food court food <laughs> episode. Yeah. I've got a kettle brand tailgate edition seven layer dip. Kettle chips. I see this. Kettle brand tailgate edition, and they have a legally distinct from Solo Cup on there. And then seven layer dip. And then the background of the the chip appears to just be like an AstroTurf motif. Uh, This is a little bizarre. I love that that you found the actual press release for this. News provided by Campbell Soup Company. That's like all I could find. Like, they literally don't have this... I on love, the brand's website. I love press release talk, though. While you, <laughs> while you eat that, I'm going to read that. Kettle yeah, Brand is okay. unveiling the iconic seven-layer dip, dot, 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 in a chip renowned for its <gasps> bold and authentic flavors. Kettle Brand has packed the taste of a seven-layer dip into one unique snacking experience. Just in time to share at tailgates and parties this fall, Kettle Brand's seven-layer dip chips are sure to win over any crowd. What, what, what do you think? Um... They're pretty good, but they're weird. I don't know what I'm tasting here. Like, it starts out tasting well, I, just like um sour cream and cheddar. Uh huh. You know, um. <clears throat> well, I'm. It says uh, here, Kettle Brand Seven Layer Dip features the unmistakable crunch of kettle chips seasoned to perfection for a creamy and savory taste experience with a hint of spice. It's it's okay. It's supposed to be like taco meat kind of thing going on. Like, yeah, taco flavor. Like I guess this is so that you don't have to actually go through the, the rigmarole of making seven layer dip. Who has time for all those layers? That's Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Not me. Listen, in 2023, like I can barely afford, we're down to like four in my household. I don't know about you. Yeah. The, the layer deflation is real. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then I have a soda. Now this Andrew. One percent. Of the population is hoarding 99% of the dip layers. <laughs> I I did say I would never do this, but I've, I've, oh I've gone back on my word. Okay. Uh, Andrew, um, I got the AI Coca-Cola. Whoa. Oh, yes. The, the Y3000 I, this AI. Is, this is the one that I was like, you should try this. And then I was like, I'm not going to tell him that because that, that seems like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, no, I don't want to encourage we both, this. We both have the same low respect for my body. Um, this is Coca Cola, Coca Cola Y3000. Look into the year 3000. So, this is Coke created In with artificial 3, intelligence to help bring the flavor of tomorrow to Coke fans. 
Like, this is going to kill me. I, here's the thing. I know what the flavor of tomorrow is. Uh, it, it's probably boba because I've been thinking about getting some boba and I might go get some tomorrow. That one's not what? difficult. I what? Well, I don't know what this is. What? <laughs> There's flavor. <laughs> I the, the flavor of tomorrow is apparently a giant question mark. It's almost like um, it tastes like some sort of jelly bean. Some. Uh, but but you see, it's a metaphor for the nature of of the the. Okay, you know. it's really good. Oh dear, what? I hate Whoa. to say it, but the computer got it right. The machine. This is absolutely amazing. There's some sort of tropical, sort of oh background, but it, that works really well with the Coke flavor. Like, huh? That's of hmm. course. It could just be the microchips that they put in there. I making me say that, but for right now, I'm <clears throat> go out and buy it. I, in fact, you should buy as many cases of it as possible. Um, I'm, this is not sponsored, but I'm not happy with that. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you like it makes me angry because I don't it's, want it to. It shouldn't be this. They can't keep getting away with this, you know. It sucks that it's good. Uh, I hate everything having to do with AI. But there's something in there. Mmm, it's so good. Yeah, this is wow. It's gonna suck that you can't get this normally. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, if you wait around to the year three thousand, you will be able to get it, presumably. Some somehow not feeling like I'm gonna make it that far. <laughs> well, something tells me that that's just not living a full life. <laughs> <laughs> oh speaking of a full life did you see this 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 got a little bit of attention this week no i didn't um, i didn't i this is I've from been, andrew i've been mostly this week all i've been doing is sleeping good for um, you i am i am cozy pilled i'm i'm in blanket mode I, i'm maxing, like things I, of that i'm nature. coming home from work and not even getting undressed and just falling directly into bed yeah I, I'm just sleeping so much. Mm -hmm. um, so this is from the Wall Street Journal, uh, official publication of Bosses Everywhere. <clears throat> yeah. And this is uh, American employees reinvent the sick day. Younger employees especially are calling in sick more than they used to, and some employers say it's costing them money. The bar for taking a sick day is getting lower, and some bosses say that's a problem. Oh my gosh. Uh, more workers are using up sick time, often for reasons such as mental health. And unlike older workers who might have been loath to call in sick for fear of seeming weak or unreliable, younger workers feel more entitled to take full advantage of the benefits they've been given, executives and recruiters <laughs> say. These rubes are using the stuff that yeah, we've listen, given them. You, but yeah, I gave you that with the understanding that you wouldn't actually use it. Um, so far this Ridiculous. year, 30% of white collar workers with access to paid leave have taken sick time up from 21% in 2019, according to data from payroll and benefit software company Gusto. That's not a real name. Get a real name. <clears throat> Employees between ages 25 and 34 are taking sick days most often with their use rates jumping 45% from before the pandemic. Some employers such as Stellantis complain such worker absences are driving up costs. The Detroit carmaker has repeatedly brought up the issue as contract talks with the United Auto Workers proceed, saying it lost 10.9% of hourly worker time in 2022 because of unplanned absenteeism. 
uh, hire more people, I guess. I don't know. Like, this is... <laughs> Maybe, like, is- run your factory in a way that you're not giving all of your employees... Uh, Whatever virus illnesses and various other ailments. Yeah. Um, This seems very obvious to me. What what is the point of sick leave if you don't use it? You know, then they go through reasons why people have been using sick leave, you know, frustration, mental health stuff. And it says sick days are rising, even though telework has made it easier for workers to stay online while under the weather. It's like, well, why don't you just log on and, and read your email? Companies can benefit if workers still field emails and take meetings when they previously would have taken the day off. On the other hand, workers miss out on needed rest and are less effective while working ill. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? It's anyway. just like, it really does sort of tell you about the nature of employment that they're, they're mad about you using something that they've provided to you in the contract. Yeah. You're not even asking for more <laughs> than right. you've been given. It's not even like and yet that's too much. Sick time isn't even like uh, like paid sick leave isn't even like a federally mandated benefit, you know, like I- I- except in some states, this is something that they're offering on their own and they're mad about it still. So, whatever. yeah, I know California did increase the mandated sick days. And uh, bosses are real mad about that. Well, that's, so yeah, I was going to say that's big government overreach, as usual, from California. California, I tell you what, the way it is out here, just circling the drain, folks. Better get out. But <laughs> <laughs> Better get out. Leave me alone. Leave your stuff here, yeah. though. I'll take care of it. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take care of it for you. I'll watch yeah. it for you. Um. Anyway. <clears throat> speaking of... Uh, Guys, you heard a great great segue. This is this is weird, Wikipedia. You heard of John Romulus Brinkley? Oh, you know I hadn't, but I clicked into the uh, to the article, and then I realized that I have heard of this this guy and what he's known for. Read the opening line from his Wikipedia article because I think it's just the best. John Romulus Brinkley, later John Richard Brinkley, was an American quack. (laughs) <laughs> like wikipedia it is like no this guy's a quack yeah, like we, wikipedia no... known for its neutral point of view policy is like listen yeah <laughs> like let's be honest you know he had, he had no properly accredited education as a physician and bought his medical degree from a quote-unquote diploma mill see they won't even call it a diploma mill but yeah. they'll say this guy's a quack right Brinkley became known as the goat gland doctor after he achieved national fame, international notoriety, and great wealth through the xenotransplantation of goat testicles into humans. Um, so you've heard about the ghost te- goat testicles guy? Yeah, I have. I have heard about the uh, the, the transplanting goat testicles. In uh, it says he promoted this procedure as a means of curing male impotence. Although he later claimed the technique was a virtual panacea for a wide range of male ailments. Um, it's a good thing that nothing like that is happening today. <laughs> On, for instance, Instagram this, or TikTok or, you know. Any he of would those. charge $750 per operation, which is like $11,000 in current dollars. And this is like in the, this is like a hundred years ago or more. So that's a lot of, a lot of money. 
During following one of his crude operations, the body of the patient would typically absorb the goat tissue as foreign matter. The goat gonads failed to engraft into the body as they were simply placed into the human male testicle sac or the abdomen of women near the ovaries. Um, yeah, but what's crazy about it um, is, sorry, I got to do a, this. There's so much going on on this page. Uh, yeah, so soon after undergo transplantation, soon after Brinkley opened up a shop, he scored an advertising coup that made major newspapers come calling. The wife of his first goat gland transplantation patient gave birth to a baby boy. Brinkley began promoting goat glands as a cure for 27 ailments, ranging from dementia to ephesmia to flatulence. <laughs> Dude, my homie's farting too much. Got to get their yeah. goat glands. <laughs> he started a direct mail blitz and hired an advertising agent who helped Brinkley portray his treatments as turning hapless men into a ram that into the ram that am with every lamb. He's kind That's... of a ram that I am with every lamb. Mm. Mm. Um, his burst of publicity and his stratospheric claims attracted the attention of American Medical Association when sent an agent to the clinic to investigate undercover. The agent found a woman hobbling around Brinkley's clinic who had been given goat ovaries as a cure for spinal cord tumor. From then on, Brinkley was on the AMA's radar. Um, yeah, so the, basically the founding of the AMA was <laughs> started because of this guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a lot that goes into him. He was like a huge radio guy. Yeah, an early, early radio pioneer, weirdly, and uh, uh, a multiple-time candidate for the governorship of Kansas. <laughs> yeah, just like was such an American guy. Truly, ever- truly a guy. Yeah. <laughs> Want a good you know, you know if your middle name is Romulus. Yeah. You're gonna do you're gonna do interesting things in this right in this life. <laughs> Alright, that's all I got for that. <sighs> you ready for some more guys? Truly. <laughs> um so this first one, uh Martin Scorsese is a new film out. A neo western called oh, Killers yeah. of the Flower Moon. Uh, um, widely reviewed as being very good. Um, mm-hmm. But we have here a tweet from Armand White. It says, Killers of the Flower Moon is Scorsese's first political film. <laughs> Too bad it's woke. <laughs> Comma. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to read past that because it's, you know, it's just a bit silly. Also, the idea that like all others of, uh, of uh, um, you know, but Scorsese's films are not political in any way is no, laughable. Nothing, nothing but anyway, he wrote, he wrote an article dud of the week about this for the national review. Um, <laughs> that's, I get all my, all my movie reviews from the national the review national because review, yeah. it's in the title of the publication. It's, I mean, where else would I go? Okay, I've you know? clicked on the link to the National Review, and it says something went wrong. Please disable your blocker on National Review. And then you can, then you can just I can I can I can I can only come without without a rubber. Okay, please just take it off. <laughs> so so you go to National Review, it pops up a thing that tells you to to uh, um, disable your ad blocker, and then you can click. I have disabled my blocker, and the site works just fine. Um, so yeah, anyway, wow. 
Um, um, his beef seems to be that it, you know, has uh, deals with Native Americans. So, you know. And it treats them as like uh, people and not just like uh, some random, yeah. some like a uh, figure, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, um. This this tweet is pretty fantastic. Um, it's from, well, it's from Tesla Tesla Te, Tesla Economics. Yeah, that uh, needed some Tesla, workshopping, frankly. Tesla, that's not how you divide the word. It's not economic. It's yeah. economic. <laughs> it should be. It should be like Tesla nomics, right? Like yeah, yeah. But not Tesla economics. That's Tesla economics. That's a, a skill issue. Um, so it's a picture of the Cybertruck with like, like I don't know, like tens, you know, probably like fifty dents in yeah. the side doors that look like they're like impact from bullets, maybe. And it says, honestly, I don't know how the competition isn't shitting their pants seeing the Cybertruck surviving this kind of testing. <laughs> yeah dude i don't think my car could take bullets like that that's true yeah i don't you know i um i'm often being shot at uh by you know uh, a pistol caliber submachine gun specifically in the door panels never in never in the glass never in the glass no yeah not not where your head is right there's another tweet that they posted uh, of the, with this same photo, and it says, "Any person that really cares about their safety should have this beast." It's like, <laughs> what? Uh, okay, it's I don't. Like, it's, I don't know. I'm not. I, I can see that there are definitely, there are almost certainly people out there who do care about the the you know, bullet impacts to their vehicle. That's that's not a problem I'm frequently having. Um, no, in fact, I don't. I can say, I Andrew, I don't even think once. Not even once. Yeah. Has my car been shot at? I, not 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 that I recall, you know? Mm-hmm. So pretty rare, I think. It's just the the, the uh, this is from a quote tweet <laughs> where they said, This is such a funny idea of what your average driver wants from their car. Yeah. And it is it is so true, like the right wing um marketing world that that's like been spawned off of people like Elon Musk and um that whole lot is just like so these these people are going to pull up to a cars and coffee in their cyber truck and be like dude my car is bulletproof and all the normal people there are going to be like That's okay <laughs> like so okay it, it looks like a like it's from PlayStation 1 but yeah okay there's, there's no angle of the Cybertruck where it looks good because of how it's designed, uh, but because you know. of how it is, yeah, because of the way it is. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Oh gosh, we've got this next one. So, I have you seen that uh, various folks who have spoken out about you know in support of Palestine or Gaza have been having the you know various gigs or speaking engagements, things like that canceled. Um, oh yeah, yeah. This is a tweet. It says, cancel culture, indifference, or antipathy towards free speech was always going to come back and bite the left in the butt. And it's a, a screenshot of a Reuters article about the 90 Street Second Why canceling a talk by a Pulitzer winning author who backed Palestinians. And I just want to say, what? Huh? Like, what? Indifference, <laughs> biting, what? Like, this has always been a problem for folks on the left. That's sort of been yeah. the point. <laughs> in what I, I world don't, i don't understand what, what point they're making because i don't think it 
I don't, it doesn't, I don't know. I'm deeply confused by this. This broke my brain a little. I'm just like, what are you talking about? I don't know. Do you understand it? <laughs> it's like, it's like they live in a world where, uh, Salman Rushdie wasn't stabbed. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Multiple times. <laughs> like, because <laughs> it's like, like, oh, you guys, didn't, always been you guys didn't care about cancel culture. Now it's going to come back to you on the left. And it's like, no, it's been happening this whole time, like a lot. <laughs> like, that's, that's been, I think when we've discussed that, we've pointed that out, you know, that like some college kid will write an article that gets major play being like, I was canceled. Uh, by my professor you know it's like wow that sounds bad but then you get stuff like this where people are actually losing you know gainful employment i think they don't understand too that like cancel culture wasn't about oh we're just gonna start shutting people down it's that we're gonna shut people down whose views like we think are abhorrent right like Mm -hmm. as a society i don't know it's not (sighs) It's it's just always been it's always been an issue that people I don't on the understand. left are being like they're not the the what's the hegemon right like this the, he's describing something that's always been the case and that's what's as if it's something new that we that that we're also responsible for that we unleashed on ourselves obviously and who is he to speak for the left right it is yeah I don't know I mean ten to one you look into any of these guys they're not even on the left but they're like pretending to speak for and on behalf of the left and it's yeah, weird just seeing this this guy's pinned tweet uh my piece on why climate change would actually have been worse had the 20th century been socialist as industrial modernity would presumably have spread to the whole world yeah so that's so interesting doesn't um, sound like a lefty <laughs> yeah i'm not really interested in learning more um anyway What's next? Yeah. What you got? Um oh, so um remember Oh god, remember, I saw this one. <laughs> remember um how uh we were told that like that we there's there's this whole vote blue era of recriminations of vote blue no matter who and then the That's back correct. and forth and the yeah. blaming the left who didn't vote vote for Biden, who didn't vote for Hillary, who didn't vote for whoever um, well, we're doing it again, folks. Um, this is from Wahajit Ali, who said, I understand the frustration and disappointment of many Muslim and Arab communities with the Biden administration's support for Israel's response, but voting third party, sitting out, or voting Trump ain't it. Why do you talk like that? Um, <laughs> A, G- a GOP administration will be worse on everything, especially this issue. Like, this guy does not say, that ain't it in real life. Don't say it, it yeah. when you post. Ugh, it's so annoying. <laughs> I'm struggling to think of how you could get much worse on this issue. Yeah, I mean, uh, how? Yeah. You know? Like, and, and- I, I, I don't, there's not a better option, frankly. Which well, I guess he's saying, the, this, but like this is the thing that like Adam Johnson, in particular, you know, um, loves to point out. Um, you know, go go listen to citations needed before you listen to our show. Like, <laughs> yeah. But that the the impetus is always on the voters. It's on the people. It's not on the people in power to change. It's taken as 
for granted that yeah, like, like oh yeah buddy, no they're never gonna change buddy well, these are your choices it's like well i don't like those well, choices yeah. it's like that's too bad you don't get to actually pick you know who runs like, oh okay so it's not a democracy then yeah <laughs> yeah basically yeah and it's like the fact the fact that they come to these arguments from that perspective sort of gives away the game that you're you're not allowed to about, protest vote that's that's illegal yeah it's about people keeping the people in power in power and that's who they're sucking up to yeah. so yeah thanks thanks dude glad we're gonna go through that whole thing again that that was fun the last few times excited for it again yeah i wonder if they'll ever learn now, was this a tweet by the ADL? It's got ADL. like the Bobson Dugnut names. Is yeah, that what it, says, uh, it says here, ADL has been working closely with concerned business leaders and companies across the home furnishings industry on a statement mourning the innocent victims of the terrorist attacks in Israel and condemning Hamas. We thank the 60 plus signatories for their commitment to fight hate. And it's just a list of, uh, I guess, people involved in the furniture industry. This is this is Bur- very Bernie and Phil's furniture. Bernie and Phil's furniture. You have Max Bruce Home Burnback. and you have, you have Max Home and you have Max Home LLC. You also have Skyline Furniture and Skyline Furniture Manufacturing. I don't think they even like checked this because Seth Goldberg is on here twice before they made up this graphic. They this have just Lindsay sort of, Rubin and Lindsay Pelton. Yeah. Anyway, all I have to say is uh, thank you for for this statement. I guess if you click clear, you can go to Furniture Today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which uh you know um says here in the wake yeah. of the recent events in israel adl has been working closely with concern blah 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 and the statement is we members of the home furnishing industry mourn the loss of innocent lives in israel and strongly condemn all forms of terrorism as we grieve with the family of those killed injured and still missing we collectively pray for peace for the middle east region and the world as a whole as an industry we remain committed to working together to eliminate hatred and bigotry in all forms. This is one of the things where it's like, as an industry, why don't you simply build furniture? <laughs> what I, just, I, I, I was not waiting for, and I did not need a statement from the home furnishings industry on, uh, you know, the, 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 the situation in the Middle East. This is, you, do, you don't need to do this, you know? You just don't, nobody, nobody, who's this for? Yeah. Who is it? That's uh, who is it for? I don't know. Utterly bizarre. Anyway, um, I see you posted something from the Daily Signal. The Daily Signal. Yes. Yeah, so this was actually. So this is uh, <laughs> someone uh, who is the border security and uh, Im- director of the border security and immigration center at the Heritage Foundation. And this was actually originally a tweet with a little video of this person in it. And I guess it did so poorly that they deleted the tweet. Um. But the actual article, which you're going to love, is still up. And this is basically how do you turn like the Middle East situation um, into an argument for your pet cause, which in this case, her pet cause is, is closing the borders. Mm. So this says, as if they haven't done enough damage to the U.S. with their open borders agenda, progressives now call for America to resettle Palestinian, quote, refugees, unquote, from the Israel-Hamas war. Americans, including all rational leaders, must strongly and successfully reject this demand. Socialist leaders of the past would be proud of how the Biden administration has burned (laughs) down our border and immigration system, particularly by using humanitarian channels channels to accomplish this fundamental change. Wait, stop. What world do these people live in? I don't know. I don't know. The border is just as closed down as it has ever been. 
and the Biden administration literally said this week, like, yeah, we have to keep building Trump's wall because of like legislative reasons. Like that money yeah. was allocated for that purpose alone. But, like, yeah, nothing has really changed. I guess they've stopped being maybe so out in the open about what they've been doing because the Trump administration was uh, happy to, to, to make a big deal about how cruel they were being separating children and from their families and things like that. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I think people think the way this works is like a Democrat comes in on January 20th and flips this giant switch on the wall that opens all <laughs> the border gates. turn a spigot. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's so ridiculous. Our border and the country as a whole are in dangerous chaos as a result. Do you feel that the country is in dangerous chaos due to our border situation? Not to the border situation, <laughs> yeah. that's for sure. Or do you think that <laughs> do you think that, that doesn't affect your daily life in any way whatsoever? No, no. Um the left, the capital L, the left, refers to all these four seven point four million illegal aliens as asylum seekers. What the left won't admit is that the Biden administration has already let in unknown numbers of unvetted Palestinians through wa the wide open back door in the, the past wide open of, back door. The past two years and nine months. I like that this refers to the left as if it is like a single monolithic group. I, I wish we were that organized. Um, but also I like... Inshallah, we will be. The Biden administration has already let in unknown numbers of unvetted Palestine, Palestinians. It's like, yeah, that number is unknown because it's not very many. Yeah. <laughs> but I like that you could just say, like, untold numbers. Like, we have no idea of knowing just how many people have been let in. And it's like, <laughs> unfortunately or fortunately, yeah. there's, no, there's no way to tell. Um, so, uh, yeah, anyway, um, the argument here is basically uh, we can't let anybody from Palestine in because we don't know whether they're uh, Hamas or not. So, um, you know. And uh, we can't let the Biden administration continue to burn down like an arsonist literally says uh, our our immigration system, which, of course, was working so well beforehand anyway. <laughs> this just article is just uh... it is it is interesting to read weird this stuff because it's like it's like you're reading news from an alternate dimension. It's like, what world do these people live in? I don't understand it. Um, yeah, I'm look. I'm looking deep into the eyes of Laura Rice, who, who yeah. wrote this, um, and I see nothing but blackness and, and and depravity. Speaking speaking of what world do these people live in? Uh, do you hear about Sean King this week? Oh God, no! What did Sean King do? <laughs> um, Sean King has been grifting once oh, again. I, okay, so I saw his wife. I saw his wife post. A picture of him looking out of a window and being like, yeah, can you, can you <laughs> oh, describe in this Instagram post? So it's like, he's just like standing at, at the back patio sliding glass door, kind of a situation looking into the patio with his arms folded and you're, you're from behind him. Mm -hmm. Um, and you, you also see that he's got like packaged, um, action figures in what appears to be like a living room or something. It's a, yeah, there's a shelf. Anyhow, uh, not to judge. <laughs> there's a shelf that's full of Barbies, um, which is but, fascinating, yeah, but, but not but he's relevant looking to into the, the backyard. <laughs> and so this is from Mrs. Uh, King. So yeah. his wife said, I snapped this picture of Sean King yesterday. 
He was about to write his first post about the Palestinian-Israeli conflict. He was sitting on the couch in my office, gathering his words, research, and videos, and suddenly got up and went to the window. He was overwhelmed by it all and just needed a moment to breathe and reflect. None of what he does comes without a price. <laughs> the, image, the images he shares, the stances he takes. For days, so many people were pulling on him, asking why he hadn't posted. People from both sides. That happens to me, Andrew. People from both sides are constantly asking me why I haven't I was posted. Gonna say, I, I, want, I want all the listeners to know that this you know, photo of him standing, thinking deeply, that's how I am also before all of my posts. <laughs> this, is, this is actually how we podcast. Yeah. We stand. We are actually standing, facing, looking out into the horizon. I love this because it's trying to make tweeting sound profound. Um, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, what happened is uh, Sean has been been grifting yet again, um, apparently claiming that he's been involved in the negotiations for releasing some of the hostages. What that are currently <laughs> held by Hamas, uh, to the point that one of the families of the uh, one of the Israeli families of the hostages was had to put out a statement that was like, "We don't know who Sean King is. He was not involved. Uh, you know, like <laughs> we don't know what the heck he's talking about." What the um, crap? But I've since learned an interesting fact, which is that he might not even be black. Um, and he sort oh. of he sort of yeah. came up through the BLM movement. Um, but, uh, you know, his, his mom is white and according to his birth certificate anyway, so is his dad, but he claims that his actual dad is in fact, uh, not white. Um, which is a convenient thing to claim. Um, it's, uh, it's definitely some great tweets takes... here because Sean King is trending on Twitter. Um, uh, one here that says, uh, where'd it go? Dang it. Oh, Sean King and I are working behind the scenes to get people to let me merge on the highway. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's one here. Sean someone, King's someone, actually someone quote tweeting a tweet, me, hooking me up with this really cute friend. Um, yeah. But she lives in Canada, so that's right. why you guys haven't seen her yet. Is a tweet that says Re Re uh, Rihanna is planning a major comeback tour for 2020 tour 2025 after signing a new 32 million pound deal with Live Nation and someone quote tweeted that and said Sean King worked frantically behind the scenes to make this possible <laughs> uh, oh man family family of released Israeli hostages says they have no idea who Sean King is despite him claiming to know them and being involved in negotiating for their release uh, yeah there's this big long tweet which you can which you can sort of get the gist of from the machine translation, but it's like Sean King and the conspiracy theory about the kidnappings. Uh, the activist and writer so Sean King has millions of followers put up a post with a picture. He writes there that her relatives asked him to ask for her release, that she's an American citizen and even a supporter of him. Uh, again, that's just, just claiming that uh, the family clearly says they have no idea who this is and they heard about him in the post for the first time after they were released. So yeah, he's just trying to like clout chase and grift again. Uh, it's kind of wild. I don't know how he, how are people still uh, following him? That's my thing him? is how, 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 like, yeah, I mean, his stick worked on me for even for a little while. And then I realized, oh, this guy's full of it. Yeah. <laughs> like. I became worse. He's so bad that even DeRay McKesson had to write. I became worse. 
Because I had to Google this again to remind myself. Sean King is so much of a grifter that DeRay McKesson had to write a medium piece being like, yeah, this guy's a grifter. Um, That's that's how you know it's bad. Yeah. (laughs) Who grifts the grifters, Andrew? Think about it, you know. We decided we were going to change the world, and we did. Hopefully me, you know. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. You know, we didn't hardly say any of the things this time. Do we just need to run through them very quickly to... Let's do it from the top. You did say Inshallah. Um, I did say Inshallah. Uh, Read the books, read the manuals. You you, you you go ahead. You regret this. This is preposterous to me. Uh, Reading off lists at the ends, things of that nature. Now more than ever. (laughs) Many such cases... Uh, in a Petersonian sense. <laughs> you you bring it before I did it. This, this needs to be real, Andrew. <laughs> okay, this is serious. Okay. Mm-hmm. Soundboard is using a soundboard inappropriately That's is to me a vile act. <laughs> so, oh, I see. I think that's a bug in Farago. I'm not doing that. Uh, sure. I think sure. that's a. I, no, I think that's like a new Mac OS for Argo bug. Something's going <laughs> oh. on there. Living in America. No. Uh, this we is did. Orwellian to me. Right. I'm sick of it. Uh, in a kingly manner. <laughs> now of days. Uh, not to essentialize, but I'm correct. <laughs> I'm making an intellectual point. That's how evil this stuff is. <laughs> Few understand this because woke <laughs> to wit. wit. <laughs> Visit the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon.com slash good stuff. All right. But that so almost that- made a coherent, cogent sentence by the end. <laughs> I know, man. Um it's pretty amazing. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I think folks, let's call that a wrap. That's been technically an episode of the uh <laughs> podcast i think we're gonna stop now okay (laughs) i'm stopping i have no idea what i'm doing i was not prepared for this i'm trying and learning thank you for your patience there's so many mistakes i have already made but i'm working to be better day by day and i think i'm gonna make it but for now i'll say I have no idea what I'm doing I have no idea what I'm doing